Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. We like that. All in one place for totally free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your cellular telephone or your computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else, those other places that podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify, and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions, and best of all, it's totally free zero catch we've been using it ever since we started how long gone and ever since i discovered spotify for podcasters i feel like having the option of turning off the q a's and the polls on the user dashboard <laughs> has really helped uh, boost my creativity and take it to another level i highly recommend giving it a try download the spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started Little CB, what is up? God bless America, <laughs> my home sweet home. Welcome to How ep- are you, TJ? Ep- episode 101, the final episode of How Long Gone, <laughs> because uh, you know after we're recording this pod, election day, high noon, when Wednesday at noon. And or sorry, Tuesday at noon. Good, good chance that podcasting won't even exist tomorrow. You know, depending Please. on how how I, how I disagree. I disagree strongly with you, TJ. I think podcast is only going to thrive more. I bet there's a lot of people doing podcasts tonight after some results come in. Well, there, you know I mean? there's actually a lot of podcasts that are doing live events, live streaming events, like uh, the more political ones, them? obviously, but like the, 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 the failing New York Times daily podcast will be doing a live show all day today. And then like, fuck, you know, fuck Barbero. You want to go one-on-one Barbero? We'll, we'll go on Zoom and we'll dust your ass. I'm loser. sure Chapo is doing some big live thing for their Patreon subscribers and Joe Rogan's doing a live thing. It's like a big, this is, this is kind of an interesting, uh, interesting media type that is emerging you know, right now. You know who I want to hear from the least <laughs> on election day, 2020, all of those people, any, any podcaster, to be <laughs> honest, <laughs> In a live setting, like I'm all set. Who bro. do you? Who would you like to hear from? For me, it's rapper Plies. I mean, Plies. Yes, I I stand with TJ and I stand with Plies. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to hear from anyone, but unfortunately, I am absolutely unable to log off. I'm powerless against it. So yeah, you know, I, I mean, today, today, I mean, like every day for my mental health, I try to you know put the phone down at least for a little bit and just kind of you know have a little meditative moment or you know what usually it's happens usually it seems to be it seems to be when i need something from you but maybe you're just avoiding my texts i don't know i don't know oh, <laughs> no chris no it's when i'm getting these gains baby that's that's oh that's, i see that's the main time when i when i shut off and i'm sure you do the same as well whenever i text yeah i do whenever actually, i text yeah. chris black uh you know between the hours of 6 a.m and 7 30 <laughs> it's not because he's 
yet to rise, it's because you know a man named Hunter is showing him different <laughs> ways you could spin around on a on a on a swing in a um, local uh, in a local <laughs> West Hollywood park. And you're like, actually, oh, one, you know, if you keep going, you're gonna, I'm gonna teach you how to do an upside downsy. And you're like, show me now, Hunter. And he's like, no, Chris, you're not ready. <laughs> that that is honestly today. He tried to get me to, um, as I was upside down the rings, um, hinging forward. He was like, just come out backwards, just flip around. Mm. And I was like, Hunter, Hunter, my shoulders don't work that way. <laughs> Ouchie. And, and he's like, when I'm done with you, sweetheart, they will. Exactly. Yeah, the flexibility, honestly. You know what he's trying to get me to do right now, which I think is good for stress relief, especially during this difficult time of, of, of election night in America 2020. Mm-hmm. He, he thinks that, every, and I agree with him, it's, it's great to just squat for 30 seconds or a minute here and there throughout the day. Not, not a wall squat, just a, just just a, squat, just just a regular squat old and, squat as if you were trying to start a fire as a caveman or, or something yeah, like that. Just hanging, yeah, just hang out in there, and it's, it's just great for your body in general. And I, I, find it, I find it really – it was difficult for me, but I'm getting better at it, and I think it's something we should all take into our practice. Okay. Well, I mean, I do that every day, but with a bunch of weights attached to my body. Is that okay? Well, that's the point. No, that's I'm, the no, point. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just difference. kidding. I don't do that. I do it. He makes me do it in between sets. Instead of resting, just standing, I rest in a, in a squat. So we're not wasting a single minute of workout time. Mm, that is nice. I like that. It's cool. I don't. I don't mean to get into self care like everybody else in this day, but I just you know I want to remind you guys: just take some time for yourself. You know, like let's not, you know, like well, if Chris Black is telling us to make sure to take a little time for ourselves, then we really are fucked. I would never take down. Time for down is up and up is down. If that's what's going on. I mean, the internet is more torched than usual. The world is is literally going to be more torched than usual. Um, yeah, it is a, you know, it's, took, a, it's a wild day. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's a wild day, bro. It's a wild it's, day. When I was, everyone is stressed. My girlfriend, she took two CBDs instead of one this morning. You know, it's one of those. We are we already planned out what our our election night s- stress eating meal will be. Clearly, we're going with bitch, breakfast for out- dinner. <laughs> You plan out every meal anyway. That's not new for you. I know, but this one was this one was uh, it was extra. You know, like normally we'll plan it out and it'll be like, oh, you know, we got. But like the theme for our our, our dinners usually is like, okay, what did we what did we have yesterday? Like, what's in the rotation? Are we feeling naughty? Are we feeling nice? Do we have we been eating out too much? Should we go healthy? You know, and then we'll whichever way the wind is blowing will affect us. But today it was purely just like. All right, we're going to be stress eating tonight, watching, you know, whatever election coverage, what's going down. I need you to make pancakes, scrambled eggs, bacon, sausage, gravy, uh, fresh squeezed orange juice with vodka in it. You know, it's going to be, there's going to be espresso martinis. Who even knows what's going to happen? I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to, we're going to play tennis, really get the yayas out, and then who knows? You know what I mean? <laughs> really and get the yayas. All right, well, luckily my yayas are already out. I, 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 have, I, no just already, I have no yayas. I have no yayas. We this know that you, of- yeah, your, your yayas are shooting blanks. I mean, bro, I also, I have nowhere to hide, bro. I can't snort a Zanny like you. I can't be gone off a of bean. You know what I mean? I have to take this well, shit. Don't, I mean, I don't, I don't do those drugs, Chris. I don't do drugs. Yes, you My, do, loser. I do. <laughs> election, 2020, uh, election 2020 is bending Chris over and hitting raw. Don't. Okay? Well, do you, need a, do you need to call your sponsor? 
No, no, no. I'm, I'm honestly, I don't. The way people are reacting to this is complete hysteria, and I'm not saying it's not serious, but there's a way to talk about this and handle this that isn't embarrassing or hysterical. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, Jason, like not reposting a video of of Barack Obama making a three point shot. Mm-hmm. That was so hot when he did that. <laughs> Remember when presidents were a fuckable? <laughs> Do you? Re- <laughs> You know what? My president is fuckable, and if that has to be Joe Biden, I'd let that old man hit. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, there's been a lot of. I mean, what podcast hasn't talked about all of this? But you know, the one thing that I, I forgot what I was listening to, but somebody was saying like, it's it. Nobody wants to. No, they they described President Trump winning again as having to repeat senior year in high school. And then Joe Biden is summer taking summer school so you can graduate. Like either way is bad, but we should, you know, the right thing to do in the long run is to just, you know, spend those two months in in summer school plugging away so you can be done with it. Agreed. And that hits home for us two losers. Um, I think that, um, you know, I was honestly on the fence about what to do. And then I saw that little pump came out for Trumpito. And I have to say... (laughs) It's a ringing endorsement that I think is going to bring in a, a different crowd that maybe wasn't hitting the polls before. <laughs> they well, they weren't hitting the polls because they were they didn't know how to register to vote, and <laughs> they're also legally unable to register to vote due to the uh, the amount of felonies on their record. Like Lil Lil Pimp's demographic is <laughs> is definitely fifteen and under, and then though the the people yeah. who are you know legally of the age to vote who are also fans of, of Lil Pump, you know, are they're all like registered sex offenders. They all have multiple felonies, carjacking. They all enjoy huffing and they've been, you know, (laughs) they've spent spent the night in a Walmart jail. It's not going to turn any, it's not going to turn any votes for a Twitch segment. We should do a a Twitch where we spend the night in Walmart jail. That's a great, (laughs) that's a great, that's a great idea for content. Do you think, what is little? what is, what is Lil Pump's hit? Gucci Gang? That's his big hit, right? Yeah. Yeah, that is. That was, that was honestly, I, years. I feel like that was an eternity ago. Yeah, that, that feels, you know, that's basically the same as like um, Bad Baby and Crayshon. And like, it's, it's already just like the jerseys hung up in the rafters. It's in the annals of hip hop history. It could be one year ago. It could be 11 years ago. It doesn't matter. Who's to say? Who's to say? Yeah, I mean, I do think this. I do think that the 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 candidates. You know, like I think I believe Offset is is meeting people for selfies at his polling place in Atlanta, like outside of Atlanta. Like what? Mm-hmm. Like the fact that we are so dumb as a society that you you to get you to vote, you have to go take a selfie with a rapper is <laughs> is absolutely demented. Like, but. We're also look. Yesterday, I jogged. I, I I jogged all the way to Rodeo Drive and took a lap. All the beautiful designer stores just boarded up. This is the future we deserve. Rodeo, you know? yeah. Rodeo shut down um, like a few days ago in preparation for this. Yeah, I mean, now today you can't even walk or drive down it. Yesterday, which they at least let me- which is unfair to me because I I have a lot of returns to do, and the thirty yeah. day window is coming up, and and Laura Piana is very strict on their on their policy. They've made that clear, and I'm my hands are tied, you know, thanks to thanks to Trump and Biden. I mean, I it's upsetting to me for many reasons, obviously, um, but. 
my Goyard um, initials, you know, <laughs> I guess I'll just get it next week. You know what I mean? I bought the big trunk because um, I've bought a lot. You know, I've gotten a lot of stuff while I've been here in L.A. Got so a lot I, of stuff. I got a lot of stuff. But, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm just so bored with everything and exhausted by everything. All I want to do is, you know, some good news today, Jason. Just a little, a little breaking news before we get to our guests. Russell Westbrook uh, was quoted as saying that he spends $1 million a year on his body. Yeah, unfortunately, he's a corny. Not Russell Westbrook. Not I'm Russell sorry, Westbrook. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. They're all corny. They're both corny, to be fair. They're, but. they're both corny. Russell Wilson, corniest in the game. But Corniest in the game. The simpest. Simping for very, Ciara <laughs> is the name of the reality show. <laughs> simping, simping Ciara. Yeah, that, uh, I mean, it, it, as a member of, of Future Hive, you know, and, and all city boys yeah. in the world, um, you know, we cannot support any any Russell talk. I don't care. I don't care if he wins football games for the Seahawks. I don't care if I like the Seahawks because because they have a neon green jersey. Mm. I say get that mess out of here. I look. I agree. But if I could spend one million dollars on my physique, do you know what I would look like? I mean, it would be unbelievable. What do you? What is that money going towards? I imagine like. You know, food nutritionist, gym specialist, doctors. You know, I mean, can I mean, you mas- can masseuses. you count, can you count food as that? Because like, I mean, they I, never, well, if you're I'm, paying if if you're paying a private chef and who's doing all of your meals for you because it's adhering mm-hmm. to a diet plan that is is oiling your machine, then yes, I think you can, TJ. Okay, yeah, I mean, I, since he's probably a Republican, he's probably not even experimenting with cool stuff. He's probably not doing like illegal like medicines no. and and he's not blood doping and serums that are still unapproved by the American government like he's not doing anything cool with it he's just like I just drink a lot of Powerade man I don't know <laughs> Powerade they probably paid the million bucks for him to do that um we do have a guest today um and I think it's a very appropriate guest Big and, Steve. and hilarious Gary is get bit big Steve uh Stephen Phillips Horst um you might know him on Twitter as Cancela Lansbury at Gossip <laughs> Babies um he has a show called Talk Hole that also appears uh in Interview Magazine he's a very funny guy mm-hmm. um I uh you know I think we need some comedy today and tomorrow when the show airs and I'm sure he's going to have something funny to say about you know the meme I just saw of Kamala Harris and and Joe Biden in the Star is Born uh, artwork mm-hmm. truly the perfect guest to have as the uh, as the Titanic begins its its uh, descent into the Atlantic Ocean mm. wow Jason to sing us down poetic. all right let's give him a jingle how long gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp. You know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we were spent off, obviously off clock going through, you know, hotels, ferries, <laughs> car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me, and uh, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, so uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, it's time to actually do the work. So it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are 
so many different therapists to choose from. I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting <laughs> therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash howlong. Nice. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long? All one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com promo code how long. How are yeah. you, King? Yo, I'm good. Where are you? The Big Apple? Uh, I'm in the Apple, the center of the Yoon, you know. <laughs> I do know, actually. Yeah, I do. I'm very familiar. Um, what neighborhood are you situated in? Um, so I'm in Ridgewood. Uh, which I'm is- sorry to hear that. Um, um, what, what is okay. Ridgewood the center of? It's not the Yoon. Um, it's, the, it's the center of like straight techno guys. I don't know if you're familiar with you're that talk- demo. Jason, you're talking Jason, to one, sweetie. <laughs> Jason is a straight techno guy, actually. Okay, well, I haven't really seen your ass around the block, so <laughs> your your techno pass is revoked until you make I'm, like... I've been too busy fucking chicks. A, a sustained <laughs> presence in Ridgewood. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since I was, I was tearing it up in, in BK clubs. Have you been invited to any underground raves during quarantine? Okay, so NG, <laughs> NGL, I did go to a rave on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It was it was in it was under a it was an underpass rave. So it was an underground underpass rave. Jesus, the best um, kind. Honestly, it was pretty cool. Like, absolutely, <laughs> did I get COVID? Yes. Like, <laughs> I went to like, you no, know, my Halloween was very just like. Well, first, I'm going to, like, an outdoor birthday party. It's outdoors. It's fine. And mm-hmm. I'm, like, kissing, like, 30 people. Then I'm going to, like, an indoor party with, like, 20 gays. Like, whatever. It's fine. It's so intimate. Then I'm going to a full <laughs> rave with, like, 200 people. But it's, like, it's fine. It's outdoors. Like, everyone's in a mask. But, like, except all the people, like, aren't in masks or, like, whatever. And, like... <laughs> So, like, it was very, like, super spready, like, as mm-hmm. an evening. But honestly, like, all we can do is just, like, protect ourselves. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, wow. you, that's all you can really control. So I, I got to really say, I mean, about it. first three minutes of the pod, honey, welcome home. This is yeah, good. I mean, this is a super spreader podcast. Can, We're you walk, can you walk me through the music story of this rave? I, I'm picturing like a blade two energy of like of like kind of industrial trance. 
Uh, so it was hard style. Oh, um, shit. I believe is the, is, the te- is the technical term. Don't for the say music. I believe. You know exactly what hard style is. Well, so the music at, at raves, um, like according to videos that I have seen on people's <laughs> finstas, like all summer has been this like very like, you know, 160 BPM kind of vibe. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's, what the, that's what the kids are into. Mm-hmm. Um so this was definitely that, and it's just like, and then you're there, and you're like, a, it's forty degrees, so you're like in so many layers, and like my costume was just like I'm cold, so I'm wearing coats, but like some <laughs> people are in costumes, and then you're like at the front in there's like a COVID section in front of the DJ booth where everyone is just like spitting and it's so <laughs> sweaty. The VIP, the VIP room is gone now. It's the COVID section it's just in front the of the co- DJ booth. Yeah, it's the COVID section, and you're just like, okay, so like we're really like getting the heart rate up and i guess like i'm old and everyone's young okay the most insane part though was that there was a competing gen z rave like like down like a five minute path from where this more like millennial centered rave was Mm -hmm. um and like my boyfriend was my boyfriend is like younger than me so and he like is technically gen z and we were like texting he was like i'm here like i'm in the back i was like well i'm here too and we were just at different raves like the whole night and didn't realize. <laughs> wow. Wow. Love, love. I would, I would like to know what the difference between both of those yeah. raves are actually. Did you so, attend the, 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 the Gen Z one as well? I didn't make it down like the haunted path of Gen Z rave, but mm-hmm. honestly, it didn't sound as cool. Like it sounded more like. He said, like, everyone was TikToking the whole time. And it, no, like, no, this sounds fake. This sounds like a no, TikTok no, rave. <laughs> it re- no, like, people were, they were A, it's like, A, aren't you a cop if you TikTok at a rave? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. but they were just like making their little TikTok videos and it was more fun and it was like a little less, like, like, because when he got to our rave, he was like, oh, damn, like, this is really like turned up. <laughs> and it was like, like I saw someone getting rimmed. Like I whoa, let's whoa, go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What kind of what kind of drugs were being used at the rave? Well, okay. So I will just let me just preface this by saying that I am currently I'm um, recovering from surgery. Uh, <laughs> so I so am, you're gone off the oxys. So you're saying I'm, that you had to put the coke up your asshole instead of your nose? <laughs> yeah, I put it in a tampon from Lola. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> And I keistered it, and I just it uh-huh. it really got into my bloodstream real quick. No, but I've been trying to take it easy, so I like wasn't doing the drugs that I might typically do. And was this like a serious surgery? Are you okay? Um, yeah, I'm fine. Well, it's actually a nasal surgery. So, so you're my, actually, you've done, you've I, I read this. On, I read this on Twitter. I did want to talk to you about it because I I I'm curious about getting this myself. Well. Get back to me in a couple of weeks because right, <laughs> honestly, right now I would say like don't go. Like I still like I'm worse than I was before the surgery, so I'm just kind of. And like, it's been uh, a couple of weeks. Yeah, and like they lie to you so hard. Like when they first advertised it to me, the doctor was just like, "Like people wake up from this surgery and they immediately feel so good and they're breathing so well." <laughs> like I woke up from yes, the surgery. Poppy, yes. Like, oh, yeah, like, why is the doctor? <laughs> I don't know. Like sometimes, like I mean, well, like this the, was the Dominicans not, are known for their nasal work. This was That's like true. one really friendly Latina nurse, but like there was mm. a lot of other nurses, like not just her, who like kept feeding me this company line. And like mm. when I woke up from the surgery, it was the worst pain in my life. Damn. I had to like get catheterized by like a gruff Eastern European nurse 
Ooh. who like told me when I screamed, told me to stop being so dramatic. Like <laughs> that, it was, that, that sounds like Jason's sex life. Actually, so, that's, yeah. pretty, that's pretty yeah. interesting. The life of a bottom. So, so this was this was surgery that you had because like your nasal and, and your, your nasal passage, your allergies were clogged up. It was tough for you to yeah, breathe. Yeah, I've I've always had issues. Like much like Trump, I'm addicted to Sudafed. Like I've been taking <laughs> Sudafed my whole life. Really, like, you're a fed head. <laughs> I'm a fetter. I'm a I'm a fetterer, <laughs> as we call ourselves. Um, fetterer. It's yeah, like it's. I mean, it's a beautiful drug, and it keeps you know, it hops you up, and it you yeah. know, it, it gives you a little bit of life. But like I, you know, I don't want to become addicted, and I was just trying to do right by me and do right by my breathing for COVID and all this, and <laughs> I, I was like, yeah, let's clear this shit out. Let's like go in there, and, and they undeviated my septum, but. I don't know. The recovery's been like awful. Like I was on my ass for a full week, couldn't do anything, and it, it still feels mm. worse. And I just want. And it was very also like you kind of have to admit to coke use. And then like mm. I'm trying to use all these metaphors trying the doctor. I'm like, so when will my nostrils like sort of be um back in action? And, <laughs> <laughs> like like and when then, like a like in a movie where a woman gives birth and the husband is like, so how long until the. Uh, <laughs> All the uh, stuff is back. Yeah, it's but you were doing that. that for cocaine. That is tough. I mean, hopefully, yeah. hopefully it comes through. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of like LASIK for your nose is is what I might uh, liken it to. It'll, I think it'll just take a while to get used to it. I'm I'm hoping that a couple of weeks are gonna go by and I'm gonna be like, oh fuck, I'm smelling shit I've never smelled <laughs> before. Like, I'm yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I can breathe again. Yeah, but, does it feel does it feel good right now? It doesn't look swollen or anything. It feels like it's okay. No, I mean, well, the outside they didn't touch the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and I, I thought them, I thought you might have I thought you might have done a little you know a little tune up you know while you were under the knife. Yeah, while while we're getting that, the oil change. Like everyone was like, oh yeah, like make like get like some other shit like while you're under, and I'm just like, why are you like implying that I need <laughs> shit done <laughs> to my gorgeous face? <laughs> Like this is my moneymaker. I don't need to change it. And I took pictures before, and I was like, I, I, I asked every doctor in the OR. I was like, if you fuck this up, mm. like I have evidence, do not change the outside. <laughs> did you do this? Did you do this in New York? Yeah, I did it at this kind, like this, like Medicaid hospital. It was kind of a horror show. I don't know. I like. It was very like. There was, there was like a homeless guy in the room with me who I like, I could hear the nurse being like, oh, like you have no one to pick you up. You have to go back to a shelter. Like you're not allowed to get surgery if you have no one to pick you up. Mm. And I'm like, oh, this, it was like so depressing. And like someone else, like while I was waking up from surgery, I overhear this nurse talking about this other guy. She's like, yeah, so he just had surgery in his left eye, but he's blind in his right eye. So now he's totally blind. He can't walk out of here. And I was like, y'all are just figuring this out now. <laughs> It feels like you, there's a lot of drama surrounding getting out of the hospital once the surgery is completed. That's the main kicker. Yeah, the kick. No, I was I was in the hospital for like uh, like 16 hours, and it's mm. just like you know you, I couldn't pee because the anesthesia, and then it's like that becomes this whole other thing. And what's just, the COVID vibe in the hospital? They're being really like sketchy about it. Like I was like. <laughs> Because, well, first of all, I had scheduled it for March and then I like didn't go because I was like, y'all, I'm not going to a hospital in mm-hmm. March. And they kept trying to reschedule over the summer. They would call me, be like, hey, do you want to come back in? I was like, honestly, sis, like, I'm good. Like, <laughs> I. <laughs> and then, like, this is not at people... the top of my priorities, this elective surgery that may or may not work. 
Right. And then it was like, as people were like, oh, second wave vibes, like, get your surgeries in now. I was like, <laughs> well, okay. Like, and they were, they kept calling. And then like, literally I had already rescheduled. I was like, fine, I'll come back in October. I'll do it. And they like, and like the surgeon calls me before. She was like, oh wait, actually we had a cancellation. Do you want to come in on Friday? And I was like, don't I need a COVID test that you had scheduled that I was supposed to get before? And she was like, oh, like, it's fine. I'm like, what? <laughs> Damn, that's, it's like you. It's like you're getting your hair cut or something. Like, oh yeah, you can come in for a color on Friday. Yeah, I'm like a cancellation. Like, isn't this a big deal? Like, I don't know. They're 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 shady. And like, I have this suspicion. Okay, I saw on the board they have this like screen that's very like when you're at the terminal and it's all the departures, mm-hmm. and it was like listing all the surgeries that day. And I could see this little like alarm bell icon on a bunch of them, and I was like, oh my god, does that mean like all those patients have COVID? <laughs> and this is like, and that's and that's their secret internal doctor symbol for like this is a COVID person that we're like cutting up for fun. It's like a it's like if a blue check was a was a bad thing. Yes, exactly. Damn. It was some sort of red check. But well, I'm glad you're yeah, feeling better. I'm glad yeah. that hell is over with, and we're you ready were able, to get back to, to this awesome life and world that's going on right now. Yeah, I'm excited that I can, you know, do things such as get on a podcast, such as <laughs> send and receive emails and all of those things that brought me joy before my surgery. I'm kind of like rediscovering. Well, you went to a rave. Me and Jason haven't even been to a rave. We've only been to Sunset Tower in the tennis court. Oh, that well, that sounds fun and rich. We uh, could well, we could go to a rave, but I just don't know if I'm quite. I don't so I don't know if I'm there yet. I, I, I do have the desire pussy, to dance and let a, you know let my hair down, but. I, I don't know. So you guys like okay? I guess I'm. A, I'm surprised that you guys are such like pussies because I thought you were more like yeah, fuck yeah, like L A. <laughs> no, like, we're, do whatever we're, you want. L A. No, we don't First get it all, twisted. We are pussies. Okay. I'm not a pussy. Jason's a pussy. I just don't like electronic music. That's holding me back. I think. I yeah. I, I just worry that my rave muscles have atrophied during quarantine, <laughs> and I need a little bit more time to get back on my feet. Okay, someone told me that your podcast was owned by Diplo, so I'm confused why you would say you don't like electronic music. Um, well, the podcast is not owned by Diplo. It's owned by okay. Joe Rogan, and okay. Chris doesn't like any music that involves that doesn't involve like an acoustic guitar. That's not true. I love electric guitars, Jason. <laughs> don't do this. Don't do this in front of our guest. He's not that a me- member of the EDM community the way that we are. That makes sense. I can see the wood beams in wherever you are. So you seem first like all, an acoustic gal. <laughs> <laughs> do not do not attack the wood beams of the Villa Carlotta just because I like good music. You guys don't. I can't help that. But at this point, I would go to the rave happily. I think if Jason would take me to one, he's he's my only connection to the EDM community. All right, let's. That, that is the final stage after Nobu, I guess. Yeah, we went to we went to. <laughs> We've been to all the bad super spreader celebrity restaurants, so we need something else to do now. And you've had like a, a poor like POC service worker serve you a birthday cake <laughs> while wearing a full face shield. Look, I look. <laughs> no, we haven't. A birthday cake. <laughs> but I'm not going to let you attack my queen Kendall Jenner to my face today. <laughs> You're not going to get away with that. You're not going to live to walk another day. You can't go cast. You can't go cast your vote for Trump when I'm done with you if you're coming for Listen, I, you know, I'm not... <laughs> listen, she's giving good Americans jobs, you know? These people want to work. And she's I think, giving them... And this, is why, this is why we go to Nobu. I mean, that's that's the eternal argument of, like, it's it's bad 
but it's all you know. These are also people who need jobs, and and yeah. they depend on these on these dollars and these tips. So, you know, no, there's there's and, no right And we're answer. tipping, Stephen. We're tipping big. Don't get it twisted. Oh, yeah, we're doing upwards of twenty percent sometimes. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I said it. You you didn't hear that wrong. <laughs> Swag in effect. Um, yeah, I mean. <laughs> I'm a I'm a big tipper. I'm a big proponent of tipping culture. Um, I ga- I gave the Uber driver who took us to the rave a fifty by accident um, on Halloween. But you know well, what? I'm you know it goes out there, and it made him he made him so happy. It was worth it. You it's, you it's you tip the it. Uber driver fifty dollars, not fifty percent, just like fifty bucks. Like a hard fifty dollars like in cash. cash? Like Adam, thought, oh, I, I thought it was a twenty because I was like, he like took extra, like he wasn't supposed to, like people. It was like six people in a car, mm. and then I was like, and we, and we were like, oh, we'll tip you, like don't worry. And so I, I thought it was a twenty because you know you you kind of think you think you know your wallet, right? Sure, sure. And you 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 reach in, and then as I was handing it, like he just had this huge smile on his face, and I kind of realized I was like, uh oh. <laughs> but, no, yo, actually, let me get that back. Let me get that back. I'm sorry, I gave you the wrong. I gave yeah. you the wrong, Bill. My bad, bro. But uh, but what's a little bit of Christmas joy, you know, uh, on pay, Halloween? Yeah, pay it forward. Yeah, I agree. I I mean. I do. I do th- want to ask you about the outrage around the Kendall Jenner birthday blowout because I would like to say that anyone, if you're rich and hot, you would do the same thing, and you're all poor and ugly for getting mad. Yeah, I tend to think that anyone who is a hater is a fan who isn't hot. Um, <laughs> yeah, like that's a that's a good way to frame it. I like that. You know, if it, the opposite of a, a great man once said, I think it was Kate Hudson, but love. Um, <laughs> Love is not the opposite of hate. Indifferences. Do you know what I mean? Because lo- yeah. love and hate are really two sides of the same coin. It's really about, you know, course. you're obsessed. Yeah, um, true. So I think, I think the haters are just fans and they're just sort of projecting their own insecurities. But, you mm. know, I, I do think the Kardashians have are really, they're, the past week has been crazy in terms of the content. They're pushing of, it. They're pushing it. They're really pushing it. The psycho hologram, the trip to Mexico, the birthday... And then the Halloween costume, like every day there's a new, you know, you know, $16 million production Halloween costume. It's just been, it's been really wild. It's very cool. It makes say. you wonder, cool. are, you know, are they, are they up to something? Is this a, is this a distraction? Is this a false flag? Do you have any, any dubious thoughts like that? I, I agree with that. I think it's some sort of like <laughs> Illuminati, just like yeah, yeah. pull out all the stops. Exactly. You know, do you think, do you think they've been, do you think they've been contacted by President Donald Trump to end COVID? Or are they so, doing this for Kanye? Oh, good point. Or are they doing it like a, you know, to, or is she doing it to undermine Kanye to make sure he doesn't win? I mean, <sighs> yeah. okay, you're thinking I, I, 5D, baby. I like it. I like this. So you're you're a truther, and I like that about you. But I do think that Kanye, I believe, I have a whole theory that Kanye thinks he's like a Bowie type, and he, he's going to shed the Kardashian skin and re, re, re-find himself for a new album. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you, think, you think his next album will come? I think he's in really, really deep, and like he is never leaving the Kardashian mm. world. No, I, I disagree. I think he will snap out of it. I think it's possible. That, but that what he, if pussy is too bomb, Chris? Do you think Kim is actually hitting every day? 
No, I mean, I'll tell you what I've heard, uh, the anecdote that I've heard from a friend who will rename Nameless, uh, Mm -hmm. who has worked with Kanye, but that it's very, like, Kim is kind of the top in this way. Mm -hmm. She kind of wears the pants and that he, like, he'll, like, fall asleep with his head on her lap kind of vibes. And that, like, he, he drinks, but he doesn't really do anything else. I mean, um, this this sounds like my relationship. I mean, all of this sounds like kind of sweet and nice so far, right? Yeah. So, to, but like, uh, it's to, which I think kind of like bolsters my point that like I don't think he's really kind of leaving that world. Like, he's, he's, he's more. Really, he's a he's a he's a comfortable little bunny who is happy to be where he's at. Bunny is the exact word I would use. Like, <laughs> guys, guys, I'm not arguing with you that but, that sounds reasonable, but I'm saying I think something could happen to change that creatively, or or maybe he switches meds or something. Mm. Well, I mean, you know him I mean? becoming I, president might change things. That's a good point. There's still a good yeah, chance that'll happen for um for Americans. <laughs> yeah, are you? Um, uh, did Did you already vote? No, I was maybe going to vote later. I'm just like, today obviously is election day, but you know, I have a lot on my plate. I'm working on some other projects. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I get that. It's a busy busy Twitter. It's a busy time. I vote in Manhattan. That's kind of far away. So yeah, I've got got a lot to figure out. That's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. As as a fellow Twitter power user, are you finding the platform insufferable right now? Because I'm having a tough time. Oh, God. You know, it's a double-edged sword. Sometimes even there's three sides to that sword. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's awful. The sword is crazy. <laughs> you know, it's giving me so much attention, and I love that, and I crave it. At the same time, you know, to what end, right? Like, what? Mm-hmm. What? how is it useful to me? Uh, it's not. So... <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I struggle with this. Um, obviously, everyone's insane. I mean, like, if Trump wins which i on it which i will be not surprised if it happens i feel like there's like a 60 percent chance he will win maybe mm. a 40 percent chance Biden will win but i'm just I think like that's a, those are pretty good numbers i i, I can't disagree with any yeah, of that yeah, that that's where i kind of think this can happen but i'm just like the insufferability of like liberals on twitter and like everyone i know it's like i don't think i can take it i, I don't think i can take it it's gonna be rough bro I, it's well, gonna be very well you don't very, have very to difficult. take it you can just not look is that possible for you Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, is it? It's it's kind of fucked up. Yeah, we're too I addicted. Mean, maybe I uh, maybe a little no. get off the grid vacay up upstate. Can we hit well, Maine tonight? I, the thing is, like, it's so cold up there, and like my sinuses are healing. And so <laughs> I was actually hoping to go to like the tropics or something, but then I was worried there was going to be another shutdown, and then I'd be stranded in the Dominican. And then it's like, right, right, hoping well, for more thing, of a Cabo, Cabo moment. When you go, to, when you go to DR to get your butt shots on quote vacation unquote, right? You know, it'll, it will. If if Trump wins, COVID is over, and there's no lockdown, baby. So you know. Something to I consider. Also, don't you also think that if Biden wins, they'll be like, okay, it was all a hoax. <laughs> I mean, I think people, I think I said this to Jason yesterday <laughs> off mic, but I do think that the the real key of a Biden win is that it will, it will, it's employee morale for people we know. It will really give people a shot of positivity that we desperately need in this country. Yeah, mm. I, oh, yeah. For I, for those of us who have friends who have like feelings and emotions and their yeah, nerve endings have burned off. The way yeah. ours have, I'm you know, I'm putting words in your mouth, but I I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, you might be able to 
enjoy your life without, you know, whichever way the that that goes. The cookie does indeed crumble. No, I feel like I've gotten so many texts from people. You know, I'm kind of known in circles as being a, a, a political prognosticator, a political analyst, and people will sure. text me saying, "You know, do you think do you think we're going to be okay on Tuesday?" What do you, you know, and, and I'm kind of just like, "Babe, that's up to you. Like, that's really you know, that's on you if you're going to be okay." Um, yeah, and what yeah, what does okay even mean? You know, I I, I can't be responsible for your mental health. Um, or the mental health of a nation, or of Kanye, or of anyone, you know. Are you taking Are you taking some time for yourself today, just to breathe? You know, um, absolutely not. As I said, I do Sudafed regularly. So, <laughs> so I've never done Sudafed as as an allergy man, but I I do love Benadryl. I guess is that sort of the opposite of Benadryl, where well, you Bene- where you get high but in a dr- like a upper versus a downer. So Benadryl comes in two forms. There's a drowsy and a non-drowsed. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not really sure which you've been using. Um, full full drowse or nothing. Okay. So yeah. So that's going to go ahead and be the opposite for Sudafed. Mm-hmm. Um, dripper dripper drowse. It's dripper. Yeah. And like it's drippy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Sudafed <laughs> is you got to get the 120 milligram Sudafedrin, which you do have to ask for at the pharmacist. You have to show ID because mm-hmm. it is mess. That one, um, yeah, that is, one is behind the counter and it's locked it's behind. Up. It's behind the count and it's kind of like, it's, yeah, I mean, it's an upper, it gets you going. It just, it, 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 it really, really, really relieves all that pressure in your sinus area. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there's that infamous shot of Trump where he's in his office, the same mm-hmm. office where he was like, had that taco bowl and <laughs> you can see like there's a drawer he has behind yes. that's like open and there's all this like European Sudafed like busting out of it because like, <laughs> like he like stocked up or like one of his like assistants stocked up when they were there <laughs> um just like probably at their like Thai factory in Italy or something and so uh yeah how I think you, that's how did you get into vibe. how did you get into this how did I first get into Sudafed? Yeah. When did you realize that you were an uppers guy and not a downers well, guy? Or are you a downers guy? I mean, I do like weed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I don't know if I would call weed a downer. It can it can go both ways. I think, you know, a real downer, you know, Zannies, Perkies, stuff like that. Yeah, I like alcohol too. I don't know where that falls in on the spectrum. Um, yeah. That's pills. a da- alcohol's a downer, I think, except tequila. Unless you're a tequila boy. I am. Mm-hmm. Uh Cameron Diaz is like my religion, um, and she kind of is the ultimate like tequila girl. Even though she just launched a natural line, which I, I haven't gonna, tried yet. I was gonna ask. I could probably get you sorted with some bottles of Cameron's wine. Let me make okay. Some calls. If you can send some Avaline over my way, I would be so appreciative. So you're um, a, you're a big Diaz head. I'm a huge Diaz head. Like Charlie's Angel, sweetest thing. I mean, to me, she mm. is just like the epitome of like like you can have fun you know Mm -hmm. life is about having fun and like she's always been like just like that that white girl who wants to have fun and like isn't a fucking like isn't obnoxious about it you know Mm. i I kind of agree with you i've never thought about cammy this hard before but you make some good points i recently rewatched charlie's angels like a month ago and there was a scene where she does she does the butt dance you know what i'm talking about oh yeah yeah on soul train 
Yeah, but she kind of does that butt dance a few times in the movie where it's, I, I couldn't really wrap my head around what she was trying to accomplish with it. I didn't know if it was like an ironic does, one or if it was in, in earnest. What do you think? Does she have a fatty on her? She does not. Okay. And she, no, she, she does a butt dance in a very white girl way where you're, oh, it had me wondering like, is this, does she think that this is, yeah, is this a real dance? Or but you know, having... okay, let, so let me answer your question. First of all, let me just say, <laughs> I'm getting as, ahead of myself. As someone with, with a famously flat, some might even say Victorianly <laughs> wide ass, I relate to Cameron. I love seeing like a flat ass just like shaking it. You know what I mean? Because like, we, we matter. Um, but <laughs> well, I mean, I guess the the flat ass shaking is the true epitome of her spirit, right? Yes, yes, exactly. It's mm-hmm. like you don't need you don't need this, you know, dance hall ass, you know, to to have fun. I don't need this guy. this Kardashian dump truck. I can no, yeah. exactly. Okay. I don't need to go to the DR and get implants, you know, just to get the guy. <laughs> but but I, but I think in terms of your question, you know, is is she like ironic white girl? Is she earns white girl? I, I think she exists in this beautiful, genuine space that's that's like pre-ironic and and mm. like that was that's just pure joy. Mm-hmm. And it's like obviously there's some self-awareness. Like she knows she's being silly, right? Sure. She knows like, but it's it's before Amy Schumer came along and like, you know, did like, you know, took the sort of parody of like white sorority girl like to its, you know, Ugh. comedy central conclusion. And it's like it's it's pre all that. There's just it's it's just pure. It's like it's pure joy. And so I think like yeah, I think you can appreciate it on an ironic level now in 2020, and you can bring some self awareness to it. But like you should also just revel in the joy that someone with a flat ass <laughs> is allowed to have fun. Mm-hmm. And she's not asking for permission to do it. She's just doing no, it. And, and, and she's and not are... apologizing either because we live <laughs> in, an, in an apology-based culture now and she is not saying sorry. Yeah, she Why? really does exist in that sweet spot of time. And I don't think, I think it's almost impossible or at least extremely difficult to exist with that same kind of ethos and mindset nowadays. What do you think? Uh, 100% hard agree. I mean, you know, the, the golden age of that 2000s era of just, you know, sort of like, of these like fantasy rom-coms and just like, you know, these like fun-loving chicas, like it's, it's it passed us by. <laughs> hey, chicas! Like, well, yeah, because, you know, in the pre-girl boss movement, like you could have, like women could be like sexy and have fun and it, it didn't have to like also have this like pol- corporate political agenda mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but now there's no such thing as girls having fun that doesn't have the corporate political agenda attached to it and it's mm-hmm. and it's really i think it's it's soured um what was a what was a beautiful uh, milieu it's can i ask soured is a good is a great word for it can i ask why why did she stop acting do you think she's made enough money and she just wanted to chill because she's a cool chick uh she's a cool chick she's like with the guy from good charlotte um, oh shit i forgot well yeah what do you think about that though is that a, is that a chink in the armor or do we approve of of benji madden um i i approve of benji like that's cool damn i didn't know that was your type i i feel like at a certain point like when you're over 40 it's like all guys are kind of like ex hardcore guys. Do you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah, but but there's a difference between ex hardcore guys and and current hardcore guys. Like 
ex-hardcore guys don't still wear eyeliner when they're in their 40s. Like Benji Madden still is wearing like Vans checkered shoes and like cut off denim shorts and Long eyeliner shorts. and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, I guess I, I still see that as like hardcore because I'm just kind of like your heyday is behind you and like mm-hmm. you just haven't like changed your outfit. But like it's still kind of like I think that's like so chill, you know, like other like mm. as opposed to her dating some like, I don't know, a rod or whatever who she because she already did that. Right. She literally yeah, dated she did all of that. Yeah, she did she all did that. All she dated that. Justin Timberlake. She dated a rod. She mm. dated the like A-list guys or whatever. And then she's just like, honestly, I want to sit around, like get fucked, have a kid, whatever. And, you know, now that we say that her her marrying Benji from Good Charlotte is the final act in in charlie's in, in, in that, sorry not charlie's um it's just like the perfect thing for her to do it, it encapsulates yeah. her entire her entire well, lifestyle we have, to, we have to remember we have to remember she lived a lot of life before settling down it's not like she you know she really did it all yeah and i think this speaks to the to the point i was making earlier just to piggyback off myself here i think that <laughs> you know she when she was in Avon on JT, it was like, and she's a, you know, in her heyday, it's kind of like she could still be this genuine, fun loving, joyful person. And I think now making those decisions, it's like JLo is such a like, you know, JLo, I worship JLo, but like she is a machine, you know, she is like yeah. a corporation. And so like her and A Rod are this power couple and she's launching 18 different brands every day. And like she's not really a human being anymore. And it's like, Cameron was like did that when it was fun for her but like in order to stay human now you kind of have to like bring it back down to earth Mm -hmm. and you just gotta like you know marry the ex-rocker and call it a day yeah life isn't about just being a human business we also need to have fun on this crazy ride I couldn't agree more and fucking slide into that casket (laughs) fucking fucking your meat skeleton like all fucked up and bruised hell yes so uh, (laughs) So, so, so Cameron is your spirit animal. This is great. Oh, a hundred percent. Do you think I've that, never heard anybody talk about Cameron like this? Actually, are so there are there who do you think Cameron has passed the torch on to? Like, who is the the Gen Z version of Cam D? Or is that impossible? Is like this it, Miley Cyrus impo- has a little bit of it. No, God, no. They're all so self conscious. They're all too neurotic. Like, there's what no, about. It's not what about possible. Vanessa? What about Vanessa Hudgens? You know, let's Hell no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to hear that. More like Vanessa Pudgens. Oh. Um, oh, I was just I was just kidding, guys. I would never suggest that Hudgens is in the same <laughs> category as DS. Give let's, me a break. Um, let's talk about talk hole. Oh, I, I love that idea. I know. Um, well, you know, it's it's important that we share your platform to our listeners and vice versa. Thank you. So yeah, Talkhole is, um, some people have called it one of the only columns in the country. Um, <laughs> it is, it's a written column. It's an interview magazine. Yeah, do you um, remember columns? Uh, I do. Uh, I don't really. I mean, I guess like, you know, growing up, I read Maureen Dowd every week. Um, sure. but- <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more of ancient Rome, but I understand what oh, you guys wow. are wow, okay. okay. He's been Five. reading too many Architectural Digest columns. I'm sorry, guys. I'm in Wait, my bag. sidebar. Have, did you, have you guys watched the Vanessa Carlton Architectural Digest video? Um, Chris and Vanessa get, are actually mans. One thing, you yeah. Vanessa's know, Vanessa's an old old friend of mine. I've been in that apartment pre and post Reno. Oh my god! 
okay. Well, I guess I won't talk shit about it. <laughs> <laughs> Please, no, you're, you're welcome no, no, to talk no. shit about it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, you know. This is a I safe just, space. Even though Chris has seen it down to the studs, go ahead. It's the, I don't, the apartment, like, is whatever. It was just, <laughs> I just heard, I don't know if it's her actual personality or the way it's edited or sort of character that she's putting on for the video, but, like, I find that video to be insane. Like it just I actually didn't watch it to be honest with you. It was too, a lot of people too close it to, to it. me. I'm too close to the work. <laughs> yeah, too close. No, and some yeah, you gotta like take a step back or whatever. I get that. Um it's hard. Yeah. Don't go go dark for a year and then watch the video. But it's like it, it's it's see it's like it's like a character that a comedian would I don't know, it just it's insane. Like every everything she talks about, she's just like these windows are at different heights, which I think is really interesting. Like every, <laughs> it's so crazy the way she talks about the space. Or she'll just be like, "This chair is actually sourced by a designer who's really, 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 really good at finding. I want to say industrial pieces, and it's just like a metal stool. Like it's, it's really crazy. I need to watch. I need to watch. And and also, VC is down to clown. She would probably love your your imitation of her. Well, you know, I want to say I may be misremembering this, but I think I like grinded with her at a club in Williamsburg in like 2010 or something. Are like you a- friends? Are you friends with any members of the of the New York City Ballet? No. What? <laughs> cool, cool, cool question. <laughs> Sorry, I just I didn't know. I didn't know if you had a performing arts background. You know what I mean? I just wanted to ask. Oh, we're just um, asking because Vanessa uh, is a season pass holder. You know that she's no, she's she was in the ballet and that's like her crew kind of. And I feel like they would go out dancing. That's why I was asking that. Mm. You maybe knew somebody from the crew. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't in such a like balletic flash mob. It was just that like uh, it was that like trophy bar or something. It was just like at a bar in Williamsburg. But like balletic flash mob with love. Yeah. I oh, want to say she was maybe friends with like Fisher Spooner kind of indie <laughs> music people, and that's no, why that would that would probably that's that what I was make... trying to understand. That's what I was okay. trying to put together. I think that that's why that I, we were in the same space. Okay, so Taco sounds cool. Um... Yeah, uh, now that, I think that pretty much covers it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, Taco so like... so you are. It's currently a column on on interview, but you guys started out. As a comedy show slash, we started as a comedy show. It's me and my friend Eric Schwartow, who is another—if you can believe it—he's another gay white man. Um, no, no, yeah. There's a lot in this area, at the sort of Brooklyn <laughs> Queens border and the sort of border country, as we call it. And um, it sounds like Jason and I actually, but continue. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, thank, like thank you're God both I was gay there. and and white. That's yeah. right. Exactly. Okay, well, congrats. Um, they're, you know, our voices are marginalized. So, you know what I mean? Like, we need we need to be elevated in the discourse. And This is uh, why we pod. And that's why, that's why I do my column. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so we actually started, like, we, you know, live in New York. And there's, like, such a scene of, like, people going out. And, like, everyone would always go to Art Basel. Mm-hmm. And then, like, we were, like, we want to go to Basel, but not just, like, as hangers on, like we want to really have like a reason you to be there. Reason to go. Mm-hmm. So we convinced the Nada Fair, which is like the sort yep. of satellite independent fair, that's like not Basel, the fancy one, to like h- let us do a comedy show. This was in twenty actual like twenty fifteen or twenty fourteen, and um, 
I think they like paid for us to have like half a hotel room for like one night. <laughs> that sounds like, that's very that's very art basil. That's the and, whole thing. And like didn't pay for our plane tickets. We had to like get those ourselves. But we were so excited. We were like, yes. So we're gonna do this comedy show. And it was like a horrible show. And it was like <laughs> and no one laughed. And it was like So the stand up show and, at Art Basel did not go over well, is what you're saying. It did not go over well. It was at a bar, and no, no one at the bar knew that it was a comedy show, and people were like, get off the stage. Like, it was very that kind of vibe. Um, but Damn. then we were like, this was an amazing, such a rush, let's keep doing it. So then we started doing a comedy show in New York at the at a basement um, karaoke lounge at an Italian-Chinese fusion restaurant in Chinatown mm-hmm. um, called Asia Roma. And we just sort of kept doing it, and then it you know, evolved into being... Uh, some would say, like, one of the most important cultural movements of the past five years. Um, and <laughs> At the uh, very yeah, least. We would, very we cool. Just, was there, w- did you always have aspirations to do your own stand-up show? Or was this just something that kind of popped up out of nowhere? Had you ever done a comedy show before that? Well, I had been doing stand-up, yeah, for like a year or two and kind of doing friend shows during there. So, yeah, it was like, it was definitely already in the mix. But mm-hmm. I used to work in politics and, like, I um I'm sorry, I what? Yeah, I used to work in uh campaigns. So which, which bush which bush did you stump for? Jeb? Um yeah, I was really active on the Jeb campaign. I actually came up with the exclamation point. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> that was my stroke of It's genius. an honor to have you on this FaceTime. Um <laughs> no, but I, li- I I worked for several years in local politics in New York and then also like I would Work on like I worked in New Mexico on a Senate campaign. I worked in Florida for like the Democratic Party. I worked for Joel De Blasio uh, as a speechwriter. I was like worked for Scott Stringer, who ran for mayor. It's like I was yeah, I did wow. lots of stuff. Um, He's lived so it, many lives from Stringer to the rave, from from Stringer to <laughs> I was trying to say, winger, right winger, left winger, something. Um, <laughs> Shit, uh, left winger, but left winger. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Politics is boring. Like everyone just wears like a big suit and it's like really kind of boring people. And I can was you, like, can you make any money doing that? Or is it all bullshit? Uh, stand up I mean, or don't... speech writing? No, I know. Stand- <laughs> I know stand up is bullshit. I mean, speech writing. <laughs> um, I mean, it's, you're like, you know, a speech writer to the, I mean like, okay, I will, I will admit, I also like Bill, like very much like, um, Bill de Blasio, like, I don't know if you've been following, but he's very, like, isolated politically. Yes, um, I've, I've been following. How could you not follow, really? So, like, earlier this year, he actually, like, reached out to me and was like, will you come work for us again? And I did some speech writing for him and his wife for, like, a few weeks. And um, Hey, a, a bag is a bag, you know? A bag is a bag. And I was like, damn, like, y'all must be really desperate if you're, like, going through the Rolodex and, like, calling up this faggot who worked for you eight years ago. <laughs> just like, literally, like, no, like, you've alienated everyone. You got nothing left. You've, you're, you're at the bottom. Um, Steven will like, answer. He always picks up. But, uh, but yeah, I got a, I got a nice bag mm-hmm. for doing very little work. Uh, now, I, I, you, I would like you to walk us through the process of writing a speech. I've actually never, do you, do you, do a full draft and then they read it and give you notes or do you talk first and it's kind of collaborative? Like give me, give us an example of how that process works. Uh, there's, there's usually like most of the time there's like existing stuff to work with, like anecdotes. I mean, when I first was working the bill back in the day, his wife like hadn't really done public speaking before 
or, or like political speaking before. So we would like have a conversation. Yeah, yeah. And then like I would like write down a bunch of the stuff she would say, and then I would kind of turn it into like a speech and like put a couple like zingers in here mm-hmm. and there, um, which is like kind of boring. Now, you know, usually though, it's like you've got a lot of talking points you have to hit. You have, you know, you've got to make it short. Um, and then you write it and then like another speechwriter like changes everything and then another person <laughs> changes everything and then like they don't end up giving the speech because the event is canceled and like that's what happens. <laughs> um, and it's like a pointless process. Um, but yeah, like I, <laughs> I, I was, I worked on um, his wife's Martin Luther King Day speech for this year, which I think is. <laughs> wow. Wow. So important um, to get that sort of white gay perspective in there. <laughs> For Bill de Blasio's uh, wife to speak on the subject? Yes. Um, who, is a, who is a woman of color and a former lesbian, I will say. Oh, I didn't I mean, know that. Yeah, I didn't she was a former lesbian. Yeah, I mean, obviously she's married to him now and he is a, a cisgendered male. But like in the 70s, she like came out as a lesbian and it was like a big deal. Hmm. Um do you think and Bill is hitting it right? Did Bill turn her? I mean, he's doing something right. Like, I mean, he's he's very tall. So, oh, you are can, you insi- you're insinuating that, that Bill De Blasio of New York City has a big dick? Connect the dots, sweetie. Some, okay. Yeah, we're talking about Big Willie De Blasio here. <laughs> big Willie De Blasio, Big Worm De Blasio. Well, yeah, well, big speak, Worm. Speaking. Speaking of uh, of politics, <laughs> where what are your plans tonight for for watching the election results unfold? You know, I'm I'm gonna go over to a friend's house, make a big <laughs> cup of hot cocoa, <laughs> um, put, put on my my she persisted onesie, uh, <laughs> which is which is size uh, it's size eighteen to twenty four months, but it does fit me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and I'm and I'm just excited to watch the orange man eat it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, probably, I will not be doing what we did four years ago, which is talk whole host at an election night party, and it was obviously like such a disaster. Damn. It was at the Kickstarter offices. Holy um, shit! Jesus Christ! It was such a shit show, and it was like. Oh, we had like all this. We had ordered this one really, really big sandwich that was like cut into small parts. It was, it was like this. It was like this mile long hoagie, and it was like. Wait, are we still we talking about this, Bill De Blasio? Yes, I, yes. We had De Blasio just, lay, just put his big old hoagie down on a slab. We all took bites. and it was like we had this whole like bit. And we had all these comedians doing characters and like. Every t- we like every time like Hillary won a state, we would feed it through a paper shredder, and every time Trump won a state, we would put it in the trash. We thought we were so clever, <laughs> and it was like we ha- it was just like as the night wore on, it was like getting really like weird, and it was everyone like oh like Trump's gonna win, and then like all these girls were like crying, and then it was like. It, it was just like getting like then like everyone's getting like blackout wasted, and it was just like. My friend was like still doing her weird libertarian, like New Hampshire politician character. Like, and it was just like, why are we hosting a comedy show? Like, this makes no sense. Um, Does that feel like four years ago or a or hundred years ago? That feels like a hundred years ago. Like, totally. ki- Kickstarter? Like, who's done a Kickstarter in like years? Yeah. Like, no. 
Kickstarter is, is no longer. Yeah, a that thing. is giving I, me the flashbacks of of watching that that flower just quickly wilt and die right before you over just a few hours. And yeah. it was so, I mean, just so many video shots on the news of, of women just crying and, and fellas yeah. too. Yeah. The and crying part was so weird to me. And they did that fucking Javits Center like rent out thing. God. So big. <laughs> I know. Well, the, the wing, so I, don't think, I don't think the wing existed yet. So they had to get the Javits Center. I know. Can you believe four years ago the wing didn't exist, and now it also doesn't exist? It's done. <laughs> life, a life, wild life years. comes at you fast. You know what I it mean? It really life does. Chris, Chris worked hard in the last four years to get that thing taken down. Uh, yeah, I really did. I was on. I was on the front lines of destroying the wing. I just couldn't deal. You know, I and just you, couldn't deal. Anyway, and you're starting the men's wing. Is that correct? Yeah, it's called. It's called the it's called Proud the hang. Boys. It's, it's called, called the Proud Boys, <laughs> but we don't we we have a tough time getting a clubhouse. They won't really lease us anything. Yeah, it's kind of we're kind of like the Hell's Angels with cooler shirts. Mm. <laughs> I kind of like I don't know. I think Hing works, or maybe Ming, and it kind of has this whole like Ming Dynasty, like mm-hmm. Chinese vase. That is kind exactly of where my head was going, and it's like it's like hinge without with... it's it's hinge where the e is silent, so there's a little bit of like sexiness going That's on cool. there as well. That's cool. I well, Ooh. I just don't. I don't know if I'm into like an Asian design scheme for the offices, but we could talk about it. We know. Whereas I huh. am gunning for it. <laughs> huh. We know. We I know think just. Asian is gonna is about to make like a big return, but not like Japanese because I feel like Japanese and Scandinavian design are sort of on their way out, and the next is just like you know really sort of like busy, busy, busy kind <laughs> of like chinoiserie. Okay. Lots like some I gold, think, some gold wallpaper. Like, are we talking about modern day Chinese decor, or are we talking about uh, maybe like 60s, 70s style? Are we looking back, or are we looking forward? That's a good question. I think looking forward is always looking back. You know what I wow. mean? Wow! Okay, Damn, my, my man's got fucking bars. My edible Oops. just kicked in. <laughs> Damn. I mean, the future is retro. You know what I mean? Fuck. I do know what you mean. I do know what you mean. I, I don't. Jason, are you going to watch the results come in? Or are you going I mean, to I just guess. chill, bro? Yeah, it's hard not to watch it because there's nothing else on TV. I'm a yeah. cord cutter, so I don't even know how to do it. So I guess I'll just pull Twitter up on the on the flatty and see mm. what happens. Luckily, luckily at Villa Carlotta, I've got a full a full selection of cable channels. Yeah, Chris so has been be watching. he's been living in a hotel for months at this point. Who oh, is have... um? Can I ask? Are 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 you? Is that? Are you like sort of paying for that on your own? It sounds expensive to live in a hotel. First of all, <laughs> the way you approached me like that was the disrespect was palpable. I, I, feel, I feel like that was respectable. I mean, he was leaving the door open for any scenario, sugar daddy, mama, or or an independent. Um, or no, I mean, like maybe you that maybe that your income like supports that, which is like dope i guess but interesting it is dope or or since he's a member of the media did he get this for free yeah and like is there an influencer kickback i'm not how many posts does he have to do that the only influencer the only influencer on this podcast is you king so Mm. let's not you know i I don't i don't get those kind of deals yeah steven have you done any influencer work yeah i have i guess i'm kind of bad at it so i got so ugly seltzer sent me this seltzer mm-hmm. and like it's pumpkin spice flavored and like i think it's disgusting so i was like <laughs> sounds awful well that maybe does sound it's awful. like inappropriate for me to like post it but they gave me this code if people want to get 20 percent off with their own seltzer and like you see so I'm, like maybe i should just be posting about it to Did like they show pay my you money? 
No, they just sent me seltzer. No, fuck that then. <laughs> don't post shit unless they drop in the bag or something you like. Don't post it. Yeah, but then my friends were drinking it, and like my lesbian friend was like, "Oh my god, this is so good! I love mm. this pumpkin spice seltzer." I'm like, "You're actually foul." But like, <laughs> it's like I don't want this kind. I don't want like a toasty fall seltzer. Like that's no, nasty. No. Like, that's not. I want a crisp, refreshing seltzer. I don't want it to be toasty. That, you're yeah, you're going to be drinking that sometime in April when there's nothing left at the party, and you're going to be like, "I guess we still have some of these pumpkin spice seltzies." I mean, I might. I could see it using it as a mixer with like rum and kind of like a rum, like horchata, like <laughs> thick cinnamon stick kind yeah, of yeah. spice. Yeah, when I when drink, I'm when maybe. I'm drinking that that nice thick creamy horchata, I'm like, how can this get better? Let's let's pour in some some loose seltzer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah some loose, some raw seltzer. I need some bubbles, <laughs> bubbles in this. That's what's really going to set it off. <laughs> so I could see that working, but no, I don't get a lot of like influencer options. I'm just, you know, I'm not famous enough. I just get weird DMs from guys who like aren't hot enough for it to be exciting. I'm like, I wish, like, okay, okay. There's are you are you in an open relationship or no? Yes, I am. Okay. I'm gay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was going to say that, but I thought that was out of line for me. So thank you for handling No this. gay person you know is in a closed relationship. Like, that just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I get, like, I always see these girls on Twitter, like, always being like, oh, like, I get all these, like, rape threats every day. And I'm just like, I fucking wish I got that. Like, I want... <laughs> I want like creepy guys in my DMs being like, "Yeah, I'm gonna come over and like ride you till you're wet and like push you." It's like, I want all these like creepy guys, but I don't get. I just get these like sixes like coming in, just being like, "Big fan of your work. Like, I want you to marry me." And it's just like, I don't know. Like, you have like a normal ass face, and you're like five five, and it's like, thanks. It's just like, because obviously, super hot guys aren't gonna DM you because they're not thirsty and desperate. And mm-hmm. so it's just kind of like you're just in this weird liminal space of just getting kind of like, yeah, just straight sing, up meeting. So uh, <laughs> how, how much are you? Regular face. How much are you on on the pursuit for for sex with other people versus just if it if it comes if it comes then comes around I should say then then I'm open well, to it. You know, the pandemic has really thrown a wrench into my extracurricular activities. I've heard um, that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I guess, so, it, you know, it, generally speaking, not just during the pandemic. You know, I, do you, do I'm, you, I'm, I'm saying, do you sit back and let the let the guys come in or are you out there kind of hunting and pursuing, dropping off clues? I'm a romantic. Mm-hmm. OK, okay. so mm-hmm. I'm in that in that sense, I'm pro affair. You know, it's like I like to. <laughs> I like to meet a guy at a party and we talk all night and mm-hmm. flirt and then we and then we DM and then maybe later like we fuck at another party and we have like a <laughs> we have a tryst that lasts yeah. you know a few weeks or something you know that's the kind of thing I like like I'm not so, so on Grinder all the time like having because like some people I know are very like oh I have an open relationship and like I just like fuck guys on Grinder and it doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. and like my boyfriend doesn't care like. I'm not like that. Like I wanted to mean something. Like <laughs> yeah, you like the floor play to the floor play. It's the journey, not the destination. It's the journey, not the destination. Like, and I want to feel. I want to be pursued, but I want to do a little bit of pursuing. It's like I just want excitement. I want to feel alive. You know what I mean? We only get one life. Um, mm-hmm. And so you want it I to guess- feel like a like a girls episode, HBO's Girls. Yeah, I mean, it's funny you say that because I've actually been on Girls twice. Um, I had no so, idea. Like, 
Wow, I, I had no idea. I had no idea either. I couldn't watch that show. What were you on? It's crazy that you don't remember my work as barista <laughs> in season five, episode two. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Our, our researcher took the week off because of the election, so that's our fault. Many people said it was one of the most pivotal baristas of the year. <laughs> yeah, working um, with Adam was just so awesome. I did work. I did work with Adam, mm. um, and he was chill. Wait, no, I worked with not Adam Driver. The yeah. Jewish guy. No, I was talking about yeah, Adam yeah. Driver. Yeah, no, we don't care guy. about the other guy, but the other guy is pretty cool. Yeah, sadly, my, my life partner has a thing for Adam Driver, and I'm, I don't really know how to handle it. I mean, it. I will, Adam Driver, and I will say you as well, Jason, not so much you, Chris, but you have, you and Adam Driver have what I like to call dishes, which I think are the best thing a man can possess, which are big ears that stick out. <laughs> um, <laughs> dishes? Dishes, you know, like big satellite dishes, big old floppy get, dumbo ears. That, yeah, that, that, yeah. That, get, that get every channel, you know, and, and then <laughs> like all the ESPNs. ESPN um, Ocho, how are we getting this <laughs> from different countries? I get it. Okay, yeah. so so you're an ear, you're an ear man. I'm an ear, nose, and throat guy. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> hey, like, hey, you can't you can't hey. have one can't have one without the other. Damn, they're all connected. They're all connected. What is it about a guy with those big old dishes on the on the head? With big old floppers. Well, I mean, you know, a, 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 protr- a protrusion is a protrusion, right? And uh-huh. like, you know, it's a, so you're you're saying it's a head bulge, basically. Well, he's saying where, where there's smoke, there's fire. Well, it's a little bit. I think on a on a biological level, mm-hmm. like it, it signals where there's smoke, there's fire. But mm-hmm. I think aesthetically for me, it just it frames the face in this way that's so just like raw and and primal. But mm. also, like, there's also something really British about it. But like like chavy, and I guess I love that idea of kind of like I love someone who's like I, you know the who's at the who kind of like uh, crashed the the party. You know what I mean? Who like who got into the wedding at like Biltmore Hall, but like they're actually from the wrong side of the track. But you know? but they're wearing like, they're wearing fake Burberry tracksuit. Yeah, like, how did yeah, he yeah, get yeah, in yeah. here? But also he doesn't have to leave. You know exactly. <laughs> like his his dad has a job, but he doesn't. Like I just I love that kind of guy. Well, and I think I, the I reason just, is yeah. because you 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 and my life partner they, you look at me or somebody like me and you're like I can change him. You know what I mean? There's there's a diamond under that rough. Maybe not. Uh, I mean, uh, I are you are you, you not just, a changer? No, no, you just read I, him. You just read. Yeah, him. I think you read me, and it made me uncomfortable. Oh, okay. Um, maybe I am a changer, but like, isn't it weird? Because I, like, like, I never yeah. imagined you to be a changer. But sometimes there's certain rocks that we have to overturn on this journey. You know what I mean? But even even if the even if your even if your boyfriend is is younger, a Gen Z, does he still need work? Girl, he needs a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, there, he's not as set in his ways, so maybe it's an easier project. Um, I mean, it is and it isn't. There are, I mean, there are things you can change and there are things you can't, you know? Mm-hmm. And you try... Ultimately, I actually think that you just don't change someone. I think that you can change someone, like, after you break up, like, they are changed by you in this way, beautiful way. <laughs> but I... <laughs> I don't think people actually like stop doing things that annoy you while you're with them. Like that just never happens. I would agree with that. You can repress it a little bit though, which is enough to get you through the day or the life. Yeah, like temporarily, but it kind of comes back. 
Um, mm-hmm. yeah, people well, basically well, are they are the way they are until they break up with you, and then they become a completely different person that you both hate and like are angry about. Well, this this podcast has gone down all lots of different twists and turns, hasn't it? Yeah, that's just my love advice. But 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 to but you know it. to the dish conversation. Mm-hmm. One thing I love about the pandemic is that people's masks kind of pull their ears forward a bit. And oh my so God. like <laughs> it gives it gives a lot of guys a dishier appearance than they might otherwise have. And it's and it's you know it's a visual treat for me. So this is so for, this is turning from a facial feature preference to a facial feature fetish. Is yeah. that safe to say? Okay. Have you, okay. Okay. Between a preference, it sounds like and a it sounds like you're walking down Bowery with a chub. Well, I think uh, you uh, <laughs> when you see the ears, I, I'm you know I guess the, the difference is like helping. oh I like that versus like. I like that. Or like, I yeah, seek... Yeah, it's, it's in I the seek, tone. Have you ever received oral sex and then grabbed onto the floppies? Oh, my uh, God. Well, That's the okay. final question of the show. So, in that sense... The brain you're, you're has comparing to go there. Them to, you're comparing them to pigtails. I guess for me... <laughs> Your words, not it, mine. Yeah, okay. For me, for me, that's not what I think about. Because to me, dishes are like top energy. Like, And mm. so, I don't think about getting head from a top. Like, uh. when I... When, you know, when I think about my erotic energy with a top, I'm just like, oh, my dick like evaporates. Like I don't even have one anymore. But it's like when I'm like with a bottom, like my boyfriend's bottom, for example, he's younger than me. As I mentioned, it's just like, oh, it's like, uh, you know, I don't care about his ears because I'm like, I'm not seeing you as a top. So it's kind of like it's a different mm, it's a different dynamic. OK. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. Well, there's I mean, also something about the ear, the large ear. It's it's like an umbrella that protects you. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm a little princess, and I'm co- mm-hmm. I'm coming into your shelter from the storm. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> oh God, I'm di- I'm dying. I can't. If that makes sense, but I don't think it's a fetish because a fetish is like a community. Like I'm not getting together with other dishes and being you like, are absolutely. Hey, well, you are now, Stephen. After this podcast goes up, the DMs are going to light yeah. up and Reddit. Reddit Slash R slash dishes. You are yeah, going to be a exactly. moderator by the end of the week. <laughs> yeah, you're you're already the moderator for a category that doesn't exist yet. So and it's also it's also the perfect crime because you're like, oh, I'm just really into dishes, and you're like, yeah, I'm, my 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 husband's a neat freak too. He's always scrubbing away, and then you do a little wink. <laughs> Nobody has to know. Where do you stand? Yeah, exactly. Where do you stand on a piercing on the ear? Does that muddy up the situation, or does it make things even better? I think it makes things better. It a just single added, chrome hearts hoop. Yeah, or a, yeah, a little like an Aaron Carter kind of dangle. <laughs> um, okay. I, yeah, I think it just it adds weight to the area. It adds it adds like stuff to that area. Draw that the of, eye like, and the attention to draw, that dish. It's true. Draw the eye. Yeah. Stephen, this has been quite a journey. Thank you so much for potting with us. A pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on your pod. I still just like I don't even know what your pod is. I'm better, but I and I don't think I know. I still most don't gay know, people don't. I'm, yeah, okay. we we just celebrated our 100th episode, so you're episode 101. Um, and we started in March, so mm-hmm. we do three podcasts a week. Three a week. That's you right, sweetie. Me. We're fucking sprinting to the finish line while you losers are walking. Wow. Okay. Are, are are you seeing a demand for that? Is that what's, in, what's that in response? I I, to? I do not appreciate the tonality. In your well, voice you know, you How, Howard Stern does five a week. Exactly. That's true. If you want to think uh, about it that way. 
No, and I mean he is the legend, the gold standard. We can only we were described. We were just we were described by a listener as the gay Howard Stern. So but it, but it also made it, that it, made us feel good. It depends on on the subject matter of the show. But some people, what you know, the way they're it, talking, one week it, is 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 a lot for them. Like for one hour a week, like you, they have to let it all out. But for us, there's just so many dumb things we can talk about constantly in the world in our lives that we we could do it every day if we wanted to. Yeah, no, I mean, you guys don't seem like you're sweating it at all. It's like a breeze for you to get through this, you know, to just pull this much content out of your ass. Which brings me to the point of, if I think if you were the gay Howard Stern, one note I would have Mm. is I think that you would want to bring male sex workers onto the show, Mm. and then one of you would have to sniff their holes and tell whether or not they're a vegetarian. (laughs) 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 Okay, well, here's the deal. You introduce us <laughs> to some male sex workers, and Jason will do the sniffing. No problem. Great. I lo- I'd, I'd love to see. I love to see those dishes buried in a in a really in a used hole. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Wow. This really has been a pleasure, and thank you for giving me the visual images of Jason smelling and and hearing an open hole. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah, you they, so much. They make for that. a sound. It, the door um, swings thank- both ways. Thank you, guys. This has been an absolute pleasure. I'm going to go jack off now. Can you <laughs> can you plug or would you like to plug anything in you know um, your your Instagram, your Twitter, any any cool things coming up in your world that oh, you don't want say people butts. to see? Do not say butts. Do not okay. say it. This is not right. a plug joke. Okay. I w- All right. Okay. I won't make it. Um, <laughs> I had a lot rolling around in there, but I won't make it. No. Yeah. Um. I'm just sort of like follow me on every platform. Like mm-hmm. you know, keep your fi- you know keep your eyes open and your fingers crossed. Like there's a lot coming down the pipe. Mm-hmm. Like I have several projects launching soon. Mm-hmm. Um. Retail properties, um, food brands, um, fragrances, um, and do read, talk, call, and interview magazine, um, mm-hmm. and um, and just and honestly, like do vote. And I'm sure you'll be listening to this after election, and that's why it's more important than ever. To vote. Yeah, for for like 2024, now, do vote. Yes, yes, vote every day. Thank you, thank you for that. Stephen, and, God bless uh, you. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Best regards. Later. (laughs) 